We're gonna get started. I want you to open up to Mark's gospel. I am a sports fan. I am a football fan. I've been an athlete my entire life. You might not look like it right now, but I love athletics and I love, I love playing and I love watching. Uh, Vince Lombardi, perhaps one of the greatest football coaches of all times, uh, had a phrase that he would say to his players over the years, whether he was coaching uh, in, the, in the smaller uh, divisions or in college or in the NFL. Uh, here's what he would say. He would say, son, get up, get up. Those were the words, get up. You see, half the battle in our life is just getting back up again. And so many, many years ago, I began to study God's word and I began to look and say, hmm, that phrase seems to be popping up a whole lot in scripture, get up. And so tonight, this is not an exhaustive study, but I wanna take you through many scriptures, probably 12, 15 portions of scripture in just the gospel of Mark, where Jesus says, or we're instructed by God through the through the author of, of the book of Mark, we're instructed uh, to get up. It can be very, very difficult to do when you feel injured, when you feel tired, when you feel frustrated, when you feel defeated or deflated or discouraged or hurt or wounded. Sometimes the last thing you wanna do is get up. But God is telling you, cooperate with my spirit and he's telling you tonight to get up. So Mark chapter two is where we're gonna begin. Let's get started in this Bible study together today. I hope you get something out of this. Let's look, Mark chapter two, look at verse number nine. This is the story where Jesus is going to heal um, this gentleman who is a paralytic and his four friends are lowering down through the roof of the house, beginning at verse number nine. Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat and walk but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, these are the words of Jesus, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. And he got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. That paralytic needed to cooperate with the healing power of Jesus. He needed to get up. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to make a choice to get up as well. Let's just keep on going through Mark chapter two. How about verse number 14? This is where Jesus called one of his disciples named Levi. And in verse number 14, it says, as he was walking along, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth, sitting. And Jesus says, follow me. In other words, you're not gonna follow me sitting down. You're gonna have to posture yourself. You're gonna have to get up and follow me. And it says, Levi got up and followed him. There's something powerful about getting up. Let's go on. How about in chapter three, verse number three? Uh, Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, this is a man who's, who's got a real uh, issue with his hand, maybe tendons, and we don't, we're not quite sure what it is, but he's got a deformity. And he says to him, stand up in front of everyone. A prerequisite to Jesus healing this man, which he did, was for this man to get up. You can't stay down. You've got to cooperate with the Spirit of God and you must get up. How about Mark chapter four? Look at verse number 21. He said to them, do you bring in a lamp and put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? 
Now, somebody might say to me, Troy, why in the world would that, that doesn't say get up at all. Well, really it's an illustration, right? We put the light inside of us is Jesus, but we wanna let that light of Jesus shine so much. We're the lamp, we're the, we're the conduit of the light of Jesus in this world. And we're not supposed to stay hidden. We're not supposed to stay down. We're supposed to get up, get up on the stand, stand up, be strong. Show yourself approved before God. Let's continue on. In Mark chapter five, verse number 33 and 34, let's see what this has to say. It says, then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, and told him the whole truth. And he said to to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Now remember, she fell at his feet, and Jesus is saying, go. In other words, he's saying, get up, and be freed from your suffering. This is, this is the story of the, the, the sick woman that, that Jesus, uh, she had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She's no doubt um, uh, weak and tired and been isolated and lonely and fatigued. And Jesus is saying to her, yes, I've healed you. Virtue has left me. Now get up and be freed from your suffering. Powerful, powerful story. How about in Mark chapter five, verse number 41, go down a few more verses. This is the the same story, but this is where Jesus had healed this girl, this little girl who had died, 12-year-old little girl. Verse number 41, he took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kaum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and walked around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely, completely astonished. Jesus told this little girl who had been dead just seconds ago, he said to her, get up. The first command that he speaks to her is not breathe. It is not look around. It's not say hello to your mom and dad. It's not talk to me. It's not what are you feeling. It is, you gotta get up. You gotta get up. You can't stay in this dead state any longer. Y'all getting this word tonight? You can't stay in your dead state anymore. You've gotta meet the spirit of God. You, God can do all the work. He has the authority and the power, but he wants you to collaborate with his spirit and he wants you tonight to get up. Mark, let's go on to Mark chapter nine. Man, this is exciting. Verse number 26, follow along. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. This is the story that is recorded in the gospels about Jesus healing this boy that has been overwhelmed by an evil spirit. He had been throwing himself down and cutting himself. He had been violent. He had been not his personality whatsoever. Um, this, this spirit had evil spirit had taken over his body. Jesus cast this spirit out of this boy. And the first thing he says to him is you need, you need to get up. He lifted him up, stand up. Show yourself as a healed young man. What a, what a powerful story. How about Mark's gospel chapter 10? Look at verse number 33. We are going up to Jerusalem. This is what Jesus said. And the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles who will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. But three days later, he will get up. Three days later, he will rise. Jesus is foretelling, prophesying what is gonna happen to him when he goes to Calvary, when he goes to the cross. 
cross um, when he pays the penalty for our sins. And he is telling them, speaking in third person about himself, he is saying, all this suffering is gonna take place, all this pain, it's all a plan of Almighty God. I must go through this cup of suffering, but in the end, I'm gonna get up. And if I get up, you emulate me and you get up. as It's a powerful, powerful teaching that Jesus shares with us. How about Mark chapter 10, verse number 46? This is about the blind man named Bartimaeus. Then they came to Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was, get this, sitting by the roadside, begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up, get this, on your feet, he's calling you. So he jumped to his feet, the scripture tells us, and he was healed and he followed Jesus. But I submit to you that had he not gotten up to meet Jesus and his authority and his power and his healing and his cleansing and his deliverance, that the miracle may not have been made manifest in his life. We, as followers of Jesus, we have to get up. Hey, let's continue on just a little bit more in Mark chapter 14. Go a few more pages in your Bible in verse number 41. It says, returning the third time, he said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? This is when the disciples were in the garden of Gethsemane and Jesus asked them to pray with him the night before he was going to be betrayed. This is kind of a big deal. Jesus knows the next day he's going to be spending an, an, an immense pain and torture uh, is going to be, humiliation is going to be taking place. And he needs his friends, his followers, his close companions, his disciples to pray with him. So let's continue. Are you sleeping and resting enough? The hour has come. Look, the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise. In other words, get up. Let us go. Here comes my betrayer. There is a part of us that when the enemy comes in like a flood, we know the Lord will lift up a standard against him, but we have to rise by faith, even though we haven't seen it yet. We've got to rise and face the difficulties and the challenges. We must get up. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this today? I want you to get up, rise, be part of the miracle. Get in step with the spirit of God. One more, Mark chapter 16, toward the end of this gospel and verse number nine. When Jesus rose, this is after Jesus uh, was resurrected. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared to Mary Magdalene out of whom he had driven seven demons. So the prophecy that Jesus had said to his followers in third person earlier, a few chapters ago, he said, the son of man is gonna be betrayed. He's gonna be beaten. He's gonna be flogged. He's gonna be whipped. He's gonna be scorned. It's gonna be a difficult time. Humiliation's gonna be there. But on the third day, I'm gonna get up. And now this is the record of Jesus doing exactly that. Jesus rose. Jesus got up. There is power in this word. I know that it is not easy, friends. I'm not telling you that you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, suck it up and get on with life. I'm not telling you that you got to do this on your own. I'm not telling you get over it on your own. I'm telling you meet the power of God. 
Did you hear me? Meet the spirit of God where your uh, tenacity and your willingness, your inspiration, your motivation comes in and where it begins. Listen, all you got to do is get up. All you have to do is get up. That That's it. That's the victory. God will meet you at the point that you get up. Don't give up. Don't stop. Don't throw in the towel. Don't retreat. Don't back off. Don't stay in bed any longer. Son of God, daughter of God, you got to rise. You got to get up. Jesus rose for you. You can rise for him. It's time to get up. I know it's been hard. I know the suffering's been real. I know the grief has been painful. I know the defeat and the disappointment and the discouragement. Man, it has been palatable in your life. But Jesus is telling you today, by the power of the Spirit of God, you got to get up. Don't stay down any longer. Rise, child of God and see your victory, experience your miracle, and know that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. May the word of God resonate in your spirit this very day, and may God do a wondrous work in you as you get up and meet his spirit as a cooperative part of the plan of God. Hallelujah. Mighty God, I bless the children of God that are listening and watching this very moment. I ask God that your spirit would anoint them and strengthen them for the task that is at hand. God, we know that life is not easy. Jesus, you told us in this world, you're going to have all kinds of trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And so Lord, we ask that you would help us to rise by faith that victory is at our hand, that God with you, all things are possible. So Lord, we ask in Jesus' name that you'd strengthen us, remind us, invigorate us, empower us to get up. We're not going to stay down any longer. That is our testimony of faith. We will get up every... You might knock me down, Satan, but I'm going to get up every single time in my life. That's my pledge and my declaration of faith to you, Lord Jesus. I pray this in your powerful holy name, in Jesus' name, amen, and amen, and amen. Get up.